1: Blame it all on my roots, I showed up in boots and ruined your blind tie affair. The last one to know, the last one to show, I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne. I toasted you Said honey we may be through But you'll never care
2: Welcome back, hour number two of the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Before we get back to the topic, I I have some breaking news, and I know this is going to shock a lot of people. So, you know, COVID-19, all right, people are forced to live together. Uh, They don't have that. Uh, that escape that they may have going to work. So they spend a lot more time. We're talking couples spending a lot more time together, and they might just realize, you know what, we're not, we're not that good together. I can't spend 14, 16 hours a day with you. I just can't do this. Uh, well, we saw another result of that. Yes, if you've been following the Danica Patrick-Aaron Rodgers relationship, now, according to the article, and I'm sure most of you noticed this already, uh, Danica Patrick stopped following Andrew Rogers on Instagram last week. Now, I know you guys probably saw that when you were on Instagram, that they had stopped following each other. Well, E! News did a little more research, and it turns out Danica Patrick and Aaron Rodgers have broken up. After a two-plus-year relationship, she didn't just unfollow him on Instagram uh, for show. They are actually broken up. So I thought I'd share that with you. I know. um, I'd say go have a drink for Danica and Aaron, uh, but you're going to have to do so at home or with a boneless buffalo sampler from wherever you go tonight. That is what we're talking about. No, not Aaron Rodgers and Danica Patrick. We're talking about... The grenade thrown at restaurant and bar owners yesterday. Also, gyms, no guidance. Paying rent, paying utilities, not open. What do you think about that? 803-0930. Also, if you are an owner of a restaurant or a bar and you are offering some kind of discount menu to get people in, you can definitely call us and get that word out on the air, eight zero three oh nine thirty. Also, you can text us at 3930. Let's go to Jim in Hamburg. Jim, good morning.
3: Good morning, Joe. Um, I'd like to comment on something about the gyms that I don't think anybody has brought up. Uh, in February, I had a heart attack. I had five bypasses done to me. I'm 71 years old. I was told by the cardiologist once, you know, I got out of the hospital, you're going to have to go to the rehab over at the MAC Center, but it's closed. So you can't go. So I was like, well, I have a gym membership at LA Fitness. I can't go there either. So what do I do? Uh, Also, I'm a diabetic. So, well, you know, you can walk. I go, yeah, great, I can walk, but I would like to build up my upper body strength, and I'm really, I'm not scared of the virus, but I don't want to go outside and then try to wear a mask because I'm short of breath anyway from my surgery. So, in essence, Como <laughs> is killing me because I can't go and rehabilitate myself. I'm getting tired of lifting soup cans and flour sacks. This is
2: bull. Now, let me ask you, Jim, there's not a uh, rehab center or a gym for people in your situation to go to because it literally is for your health. It's, it's to keep going on. It's to reco- It's your recovery. There's nothing like that out there?
3: Yes, there's a, a rehab center at the MAC Center here in Hamburg. Okay. Closed down because it was a gym. It just opened last week, and the rub there is, I'm going to have to pay for it. I'm on a fixed income. Like I said, I'm 71. I'm I'm not working. Uh, So if I have to, I guess I'll have to do that. But I have a perfectly good gym membership that I can't use.
2: Well, Jim, I I do hope the gym's open any day now, and our thoughts and prayers are with you through your recovery. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jim. In Hamburg opens a line for you at 803-0930 star 930 also on the cell phone remember text is the same number 716 803 0930 so we're talking about gems and again this isn't this isn't to bash anyone in particular but there is obviously a lack of communication and we saw that weeks ago when we were told this by the county executive gems are scheduled to be in phase 4 oh Wait a minute, what was that? Gyms are scheduled to be in Phase 4. Gyms are scheduled to be in Phase 4. The county executive thought that less than a week before we went into Phase 4. So, you have gym owners out there that have not been able to collect from their members. They've been paying rent. They've been paying utilities. And the gyms with the pools obviously have to hire someone to go in there and keep the pools clean clean. Keep the pools from getting algae. I don't really know what happens if you don't put chemicals in a pool, but I'm sure after four months, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be something you want. Uh, again, I'm not uh, I'm not too uh, educated on keeping up pools. However, I'm guessing someone's had to go in and put chemicals in the pool, shock the pool, or they just drained it. So for four plus months now, when they were told they were part of phase four. Again, again, guidance, communication, if, if you from the beginning said, we don't know if gyms or malls will be in phase four. I'm not saying it would make it easier for these business owners, but I think people would understand better. It's when you are almost there or heck, you're in the middle of it and you just out of nowhere throw these vague policies around. That's when people start getting upset, especially people who you're talking about their livelihood. You're talking about putting food on the table. It's those people who say, well, wait a minute. I just watched CNN and for 35 minutes, uh, the governor and his brother were talking about how great New York was. And how they've told other states, hey, you suck at this. We're putting you on the ban list. We're putting you on the naughty list. Well, if we are in such a great position, if we're doing so great, why can't people go in restaurants in New York City? Why can't we safely go work out? And by the way, yes, I'm trying to get the person we talked to a few months ago in Montana, trying to get her back on the show before the end of this show to talk about how it's been there, how they've safely reopened gyms there. But you look at the floor of a gym. And how big it is. You're telling me there's not a safe way to get a few people in there by reservation? And again, if that's the case, they never should have been put in phase four. You can't tell me three weeks before you went into phase four, you didn't have this idea or this, quote, scientific evidence that Jim spread COVID. No, you figured out two days before phase four. I'm not buying it. And again, I don't know what the end result is. I'm not sure what the end game is. I don't think it has anything to do with... Uh, I really don't know what the point of keeping gyms closed is. Again, I'm not saying let's all go in there and have a big party and fill up every machine. Or even have classes. Or even have spinning classes. No, of course not. I may be dumb, I'm not that dumb. I'm not going to get on the mic and say, hey, let's just all go back to the gym at once. No, obviously there's going to have to be reservations and there's going to have to be space between workouts and a disinfecting uh, regimen and all that. I get that. But to just keep the owners of these establishments in the dark. When you're already one of the most unfriendly states to businesses. It's not a good look, but you know what, Andrew, keep patting yourself on the back. You're doing a fine job. 803-0930. When we get back, I'm going through all these calls, so hang on. I can't wait to talk to you after the break here on News Radio 930 WBEN. It's Joe Beamer. It's Friday, and I promised you we'd get right into calls, and I am not one to break my promise. So, Larry in Buffalo, kick us off.
4: Uh, are you, what was the name?
2: Larry, it's you. You're on.
4: All right, you didn't say Larry, so I wasn't sure. But, uh, you know, isn't there some kind of law against uh, prohibition? You know, because I was thinking, you know, how can a you know the governor all of a sudden say, okay, we're going to institute prohibition again. And, uh, you know, I was uh, years ago in Utah for a while, and they had a similar thing because it was a dry state. And what people wound up doing was bringing in hip flasks. And I remember... Uh, you know, it's strange. People going up and order a pop and then, you know, 7-Up or whatever, and then they mix their drink at their table. So I don't know if that's a possibility, you know, of what's going on out there. But it seems like this is against the prohibition thing.
2: Well, Larry, I think the work around that, and thanks for the call, is that you can go get alcohol. It's just you have to have food. So say I was going to go out with Tony after the show, and we were just going to spend $10, get two drinks each, and call it a day. Well, now— We'd have to get, um, I keep on going with the sampler because I love a good sampler. A good appetizer sampler. Yeah. Tully's used to have one. If anyone from Tully's is listening, why did you take that off your menu? The Tully's sampler was the go-to meal choice for young Joe Beamer back when we would go to Tully's to watch Virginia Tech games. I would get a big thing of Mountain Dew. It's before I could drink. And a Tully sampler. And then it just disappeared from the menu. So if anyone at Tully's has uh, any poll, tell them, bring back the sampler. Bring back the sampler. That's all I have to say. 803 But that's their get around. Right? So they're not telling you to don't go out. And again, you only have to buy something if you want an alcoholic beverage. So we could all go out and get a few Coca-Colas, a Dr. Pepper, a Sprite, That's fine. But if you want to, and and, and again, I don't get the point. I don't get the point. Because if I order the food, now I can stay there. So if I order the food and five drinks, well, what's different than if I just went there and got five drinks? And we've been over this, and I don't mean to discuss people who are eating right now. But we all know that person that can't keep their mouth shut when they're eating. And they spit their food all over the place. That's safer than just going out for a drink? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not a doctor, though. Please don't take anything I say as medical advice. This is my opinion. I am giving you my opinion. That's all. George on a cell is next. He's been patiently holding. So, George, the floor is yours. How you doing? Doing well, George. What do you got for us? Well, I got a good one. Now, aren't pretzels classified as food? Pre- These pretzels are making me thirsty, yes. Okay, and potato chips, and remember the uh, the deviled or
5: the way he calls the um, uh, pickled eggs at the in the big jar at the end of the bar, and uh, when they used to have sausages at the end of the bar, and
2: so I want a rum and coke and a bag of chips. There you go, and you're all set. And you know what, George? It's funny you mention that because there is a place in Albany that added Cuomo chips to their menu. It's a dollar. And you can go buy some Cuomo chips and then start drinking.
5: Exactly. You know, I call Cuomo the dummo because the guy has no clue. You know, he just does not have a clue.
2: And And the thing is, and George, thanks for the call. The thing is, he's just so vague about it. Again, give me more than, well, in New York City, we've seen a few things. Why are we responsible for what New York City is seeing? And I'll take this back to how I started the show 90 minutes ago. You pat yourself on the back during the Jimmy Fallon show, during the Chris Cuomo show. That's all you do as the governor. You pat yourself on the back, how great we are, let alone we still lead the country in cases. We still lead the country in deaths. But we, talk, we hear about how great New York is, but yet you're starting to put restrictions back on. And we're not seeing any benefits of flattening the curve. Because that's what this was all about, flattening the hospitalization curve. Funny how quickly it's moved to cases. We're counting cases. And, you know, all these restrictions, I say it like there's a lot, but this restriction came out of the blue. Randy did a great job saying it with that. Out of the blue, these restrictions came yesterday in a conference call. And then we want to get someone local to talk about it And you know what we hear? That's all. Just some crickets. During the beginning of this pandemic, every elected official wanted to talk to us. Hey, come on. Yeah, we'll go on your show. We'll be on Hardline. All that. Now there's more and more restrictions. And gyms still aren't open. Malls had to go through all these hoops to finally open. Hey, can we get you on to talk about why gyms aren't open? Oh, okay. Thank you. 803-0930, star 930-930. What do you think of these new out of the blue grenade thrown at bar and restaurant owners? And also, what do you think about gyms still being closed? Really the only group of businesses still closed. No guidance, left in the dark. Hey, but don't you forget to pay that rent. Don't you forget to pay those utilities. How much longer are they gonna be here? And like I said, I'm not advocating for this. I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong. But I wouldn't be surprised if a chain of gyms just said, you know what, New York, we're done. Why Why bother? You suck to do business in during regular circumstances, and we can't even open now. Your call is after this on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
0: to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify sign up for a one per month trial period at shopify.com odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com odyssey podcast
2: welcome back Joe Beamer here on Friday. News Radio 930 WBEN. Yes, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about having to order food to get a drink. We're talking about the gyms still being closed. And again, you know, I see people text an opposing view or tell me why I don't know anything about anything. And that's fine, but why don't you call? Like I would lo- I would love to hear an opposing view. I'd love to hear someone who said, well, Cuomo's right in doing this. You know, I always welcome that. I'd love to have a nice discussion and hear the other point of view. I'm not saying we're going to agree. I, I'm not saying we're gonna change anyone's mind, uh, but it would be nice, instead of reading text that I can't read on the air because of language, it would be nice if you could clean it up and give us a call. That's all, 803-0930. Let's uh, go to Mike in Chittawaga. Mike, good morning. Hey guys, how are you? Doing Doing well, Mike. What do you got for us?
4: Well, you know, I heard the gym. You know, the, the person that was talking about the gym, the woman this morning actually belonged to their gym. You know, Cuomo, what they're doing is they're making fools of the gym. All the plans that they're submitting is an uninvite. They just keep sending them out for the broomstick of the Wicked Witch of the West. It's a waste of time. They don't care about the plan. The plan is to keep them shut. And He's going to continue to make fools out of them. And what the gyms and everybody's got to stop doing is promising all this cleaning because all it is, is giving in to what they want. They want somebody to send them a plan that says, you know what, we're going to wipe every member down. We're going to keep wiping and wiping and wiping. It's nonsense. That's what they want. They don't care about the plan. They don't care about me or you. Cuomo certainly doesn't care about the gyms. So his plan is to keep it shut down. So every time they say, submit a plan, the stall tactic, the best thing for them to do is to defy it and open it. Cause if they don't, they're done for the most part, they're going to make it so hard. You know, they can do an article 78. I mean, all the money they're wasting on cleaning. I mean, listen, I'm not going to tell them what to do. Cause I sympathize with them hundred percent. I'm in business myself. Just get an attorney to do an article 78 and defy them and shame on the mayor And the county executive, because the only leverage they really have over those gyms is their health permit. And I'm sure they're going to go down with the Gestapo and shut them down and take their health permit. Well, that's where the defiance has to come in. Well, you don't care. You know what? You took our health permit. We don't care. Now we want our day in court. Do an Article 78. It'll be an automatic stay. And they defy them and they get their day in court. Now the government's got to come in and prove their case. So how I see it, that's the only way. Step up and defy. Now, I know it's easy for me to say, but if I had as many gyms as that person does, I would get the attorney to do it. And you're protected. The law is the
2: law. Mike, uh, nice plan, man. Thanks for the call. Yep. That's Mike and Sheetawaga. And, yes, we are holding on. um, Hopefully in the third hour, we'll be talking to someone from uh, that gym in Montana. We talked uh, to her in May when they first opened and see their plan and see how they are keeping not only people safe, Uh, People socially distance, but also keeping people in a routine. You know, it's not someone texted in. It was perfect. It's not going to the gym is not all about staying in shape, right? It's also for mental health. It's also, as Jim in Hamburg said, for those who are recovering from either a heart attack or some kind of cardiovascular um, event. It's also for people for physical therapy. Who are trying to get back to walking, trying to get back to life as normal, they've had to stall those plans. And yes, it's also to keep those in shape. And when that outlet's not there, and on certain days, the other out going outside's not a possibility. It's just it's easy for someone with millions of dollars to tell other people, hey, find another way to work out. It's easy for someone who's never, you know, lived in the middle class, who's never lived in even the higher middle class. It's easy for Cuomo to say, you know what, Uh, gyms remain closed while he goes to his gym and works out. It's easy for him to say uh, earlier in uh, COVID-19, you know what, keep the hairstylist closed while he keeps getting his hair cut. Hey, no, you can't go get a tan while he goes and gets a tan it's easy for him to tell you not to do anything oh don't go visit your family while his family is over every sunday to have his mom's meatballs we've heard about this so it's easy for him to tell you what not to do when he can just go and buy it ah i can't go to the gym well cuomo can go buy a peloton Most of us can't just, hey, you know what I think I'll get today? I think I'll go buy a Peloton. Or you know what? I think I'll just go build a gym in my basement. Most of us can't do that. And most of us are trying to put a plan together. Beachbody is a great outlet on TV. Going for a run is great. But as I've said a million times, and you want to make fun of me on Twitter, make fun of me on the uh, text board, fine. But as i said a million times, there are certain days where the only motivation I get is walking through that gym door and saying, well, I'm here, let's do it. And you know what? Without that motivation, my six days a week has quickly gone to three or four days a week. I'm not proud of it. But for some people, it's just getting in that routine. And before any of this, I never knew I was a routine guy. And I never knew not having that outlet there could affect me not only physically, but mentally. But you know what? After this, you start realizing, wow, going there and having that hour and a half to two hours to just zone out was so relaxing. And, yes, when I go for a run, that's nice, too. Don't get me wrong. I love the the, the mind clearing I can do when I'm running. But – I got so used to just having a rough day. It was a rough day here, a rough day there. It was nice to just go and say, for the next 90 minutes, I'm going to work out in zone. Turn the TV off, maybe have a podcast going. Sometimes have nothing going, just my own thoughts. And then you try to find a different outlet, but nothing compares to you, which was a great 90s song. No, nothing compares to what you were used to. And what worked and what had proven to work for years. So that's where I stand on that. And then we'll go back to, importantly, the business owners of both. Gyms, bars, restaurants, small local stores inside the mall who had to continue to suffer until last week. Again, just throwing a curveball at the last second. This does all come down to the vagueness and the lack of communication And you know what, I see no proof that the governor's not just waking up one morning and his thought is, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna limit who can go into restaurants and bars because it was so out of the blue. There was no warning, there was no nothing. 803-0930, star 930. We're taking calls after this on WBEN. Uh, Let's go to Texas, one of the states that's on the governor's naughty list but we can still talk to people from Texas. And we have Terry. Terry, good morning.
5: Good morning. I don't think you can, you can only talk to people from Texas if you're wearing a
2: mask and standing on your head. is pretty, <laughs> I think that's what I heard. Well, lucky Terry, I've got my mask on. So for the non-existent webcam, my mask is on as I talk to you.
5: I got one in my pocket. That's close enough for me, man. The governor can kiss my tookus. I don't want to come to New York anyway. Even having family there. I'm good on all that. I'll keep my bodily fluids inside of me and not get stabbed on the subway or whatever they've got going on out there. You know what I'm wondering, man, and I hope this isn't too far off topic or anything, is I've, obviously I listen to a lot of talk radio. I hear a lot of different radio hosts bring up the same subjects, and, and, you know, all I hear is the problems. I don't hear any solutions. I hear things like, you know, uh, take it to court, do this, do that. That's obviously a long, overdrawn, and complicated process. And to be honest, with all these liberal and Democratic judges, you're probably not going to win anyway, even if you are right. So what I'm trying to figure out is, you know, is our only option just calling up into radio shows and crying? Because, And I'm guilty of that, too. I mean, I complain all the time about, you know, things that I see and I'm hearing and, and that are taking place across this country and in our own individual cities, what I'm looking for is solutions. What's a solution? What's something that can happen that we can do as a people to, to try to stand up to the governor, government? And I'm not talking about violence or anything like that. What I propose is this, and if it's a stupid solution, then, you know, by all means, they can hit me on the text board or, or tell you all about it. Why don't, instead of taking what they give us as far as business is concerned, as far as work is concerned, and this would take – a bunch of people to come together to do it you know thousands i'm sure why don't we just stop going to work stop going to the store stop buying things stop providing them with the tax dollars that they that they need right now with all the deficit that's going on across the country like a person like me you know if 500 hvac tax just refuse to go to work in solidarity you're gonna see a problem if 500 people that work at Wegmans or work at, you know, wherever they work at, you know, just don't show up to work, I think people would start to notice, you know what, when you hit them in their pockets like they hit us in our pockets, I feel like that would make a difference. And, again, this would obviously take an – it may be just, you know, irrational to come up with this solution, but I think they would show them if people stopped going to work, stopped doing your job for a day, 24 hours, 48 hours, like the police did when they all called in sick, you know, blue flu or whatever you call it. I mean, I feel like that. Let's put let's put the economy to a stop against them.
2: Well, Terry, I'm not sure that's going to happen. Uh, but here's what I think will happen when this is all said and done. Okay, when we are finally through the coronavirus, we're through COVID-19. You are going to see, and you were already seeing it, by the way. But you are going to see maybe magnified the traffic. Out of New York State. This is going to get so many people, especially f- at the time now, former business owners to pack up and say, why am I still here? To hell with this. Why am I putting up with not only the high taxes, but the amount of red tape to do any kind of business here? And again, I'm talking about the red tape before coronavirus. But if you look at everything and now add this, where we have just the lack of communication and we have grenades thrown at business owners and gyms for four months now closed with no help by the state, they'll throw $600 at everyone that's claimed unemployment. You get an extra 600 here. You get an extra 600 You get an extra 600 But no help to the gyms who the states have, re- have forced to remain closed in the name of health No help to them. So, Terry, I'm not sure no one's going to show up to work, but I guarantee you, and you can put this on tape and play it back when we're finally done with coronavirus, I guarantee you will see a magnified exit of New York State.
5: No, yeah, I already see it right now. I was telling Tony, you know, I've noticed that I, like there's a lot of New York plates riding around here and i mean it's not just like one or two and i recognize the plate and i'm like oh yeah i'm from new york woohoo i mean there's a lot these people you can tell by the way the vehicle is i mean they may be on vacation but for the most part it looks like they're moving and they're not the only state i see new i see out of state plates from everywhere and it's a lot enough that to, to like raise red flags like hey man these people are coming hopefully they don't bring their politics with them start voting in these idiot democrats and
2: Oh Terry that is that is an entire other show believe me when you see people leave New York because of the politics and then go to North Carolina go to Florida go to Virginia and still vote the way they voted in New York state the reason they left it's laughable
5: Yeah no they do do that and that, you know Austin Dallas Houston those are all prime examples Austin specifically Austin wants to be you know San Francisco is so bad, it's sickening. They destroyed that city, and you can go to Austin. Right, it used to be a beautiful city. When I moved here in 2007, it was a nice place. Now it's overrun by homeless, by liberals eating kale, and you know doing whatever, eating their impossible whoppers or whatever they do. And you know they just want everything to be free. And you see the crime rates go up. You see the gangs take over entire neighborhoods. You see the police with their hands bound behind their own backs because they can't do their job because of the liberal politics i'm i'm really hoping levick doesn't go the way of these cities already but we're starting to see in the city council and things like that they're infiltrating little by little and obviously that's part of their plan you know they infiltrate from the from the small offices and then work their way up to the big ones And next thing you know you got new york city
2: isn't it was that not the creepiest one of the creepiest commercials that burger king commercial did you see this about the cow farts no, but I believe it totally. So, so you know the guy that the, the the kid that yodeled at Walmart, and everyone started talking about. This was like a year or so ago. He got he was yodeling in Walmart, and someone remixed it. Well, now he is singing about cow farts, and he walks out of a, an image that was a cow's behind, while other cows are farting. It was a crazy, wacky commercial.
5: I haven't seen it, man. I haven't had a lot of time to watch TV anyways, but I'm kind of glad, man. I've just watched cooking shows now to keep away from the drama. But
2: What's I, your favorite cooking show?
5: Uh, right, I, I'm a Guy Fieri guy, man. I like yeah. drivings and dives, and then I do his little grocery game thing.
2: I, one, but- Dude, I love Guy's grocery games, and the best part about it is it's on Food Network 80% of the time.
5: Yeah, I know. You get a whole lineup of them. And you just, you know, veg out on that. Now, you know, anything to keep my brain from working, man. And it's interesting to watch what these people come up with. With You know, they get, like, some Fritos and some, you know, salsa and whip up a, some kind of random steak. How does this just happen? But anyway, man, I you know, I really hope this country, like, how, what are people that are on our side, if you'll put it that way, we got to do something, man, besides just taking it and calling up the radio shows and complaining and things like that. The voting only comes around so often. I'm not advocating violence. I'm just saying there's got to be a way for us to push back against these people because the more that they – get away with this stuff the further they take it and it's sad to see these business owners people that work hard and and strive for
2: success for their family and and you know for their community all right terry terry we got to get going we got to kick off the weekend man i hope you keep on calling in though okay all right terry in texas leaving a line open for you 803-0930 when we come back we'll kick off the weekend here on wben